Welcome to the Triathlon Nutrition Academy podcast, the show designed to serve you up evidence-based sports nutrition advice from the experts. Hi, I'm your host, Taryn, accredited practicing dietitian, advanced sports dietitian, and founder of Dietitian Approved. Listen as I break down the latest evidence to give you practical, easy-to-digest strategies to train hard, recover faster, and perform at your best. You have so much potential, and I want to help you unlock that with the power of nutrition. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, how are you? We just had Cairns Ironman and 70.3 on the weekend just gone, and it was massive. We had so many athletes racing, and everyone did so well. I'm so proud of them. Quick shout out to Ryan who did his first ever Ironman and smashed it in a time of 9.29. How crazy is that? He's on his way to Kona later this year. Also, shout out to Kent Rowe and Peter Peckett, both Triathlon Nutrition Academy athletes, who did the 70.3 and had not-so-ideal lead-ins, but still managed to have a really successful day in the office. So well done, lads. Now, before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to say thank you so much to the people that wrote a podcast review. I want to read a couple out to you and give you a bit of a shout out just to say thank you and let you know that I do read them all and I really appreciate you taking a couple of minutes to write something for me so I know who you are and where you're listening from and what it is that you want me to talk about. So shout out to Cheery, who I assume is Lisa Cheer, one of the Academy athletes, and she wrote Best No BS Approach. Absolutely love listening to Taryn's no BS approach to fueling our bodies for day-to-day living and adding the crazy sport of triathlon. So many great tips to get us to the magic feeling of the red carpet, feeling our absolute best. So thank you so much, Lisa. And from Macca, love this podcast. Easy and accurate information to inform triathletes about the fourth leg of triathlon. Taryn is passionate, educated and shares information in a way that is easy to understand and implement in our busy triathlete lives. Amen, Maka. And the last one from B-R-L-O-E-D, whoever you are, shout out. Thank you so much. Great, quick quality advice. Really easy to listen to. Nice bite-sized pieces of quality info. So thank you so much. Also quickly, just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that Coffee and Questions is coming back. Now, if you don't know what that is and you haven't been following me for a while, Coffee and Questions is where I jump on live and answer any sports nutrition related questions you have. So I'm bringing it back. I did it weekly in 2020, 2021 and absolutely got burnt out. So what I'm going to do this time is go live on the first Thursday of every month at 8.30 a.m. Brisbane, Australia time. And I'm going to do that inside the Dietitian Approved Crew Facebook group. So if you're not inside there, I'll pop a link in the show notes for you, or you can search on Facebook groups for Dietitian Approved Crew. That is the only place I'm going to go live. I'm not going live on Instagram. I'm not going live on the Dietitian Approved Facebook page. It is only for the legends that are inside that crew. And in there, I'll go live for 30 minutes on the first Thursday of every single month and answer whatever it is you need answered. Now, a little bit of a disclaimer, it's not individual advice, and I would really encourage you to book in for consultations if there is something really personal or medical that you need sorted, but it's your chance to pick an advanced sports dietitian's brain. Ask me anything, get yourself unstuck. So make sure you jump in there if you're not in there yet. 
Dietitian Approved Crew on Facebook. And I'll go live on the 7th of July at 8.30am Brisbane time. And having a look at the calendar, that's International Chocolate Day. So maybe that's a good time to start. All right, let's get into today's episode. Today, I wanted to talk you through some real food options to have on the bike. Now, I've definitely seen a shift away from commercial sports nutrition products in the years to more real food options. But what I would suggest is you play around with things because you don't have to have the same strategy year in, year out. I would encourage you to be using whatever your race nutrition is in the lead up to a key event. But in the off season, that's your perfect opportunity to look at more real foods. It can be cheaper that way. And you can also get more nutrients into the body by having real foods, things that sports supplements like gels and sports drinks just don't even offer. And because I saw this real shift over the last sort of five years, I created a little recipe book called the Fuel Your Adventure book to help you kind of get started with some of these things. I'm going to talk you through some of the recipes that are inside that today, plus also give you a whole range of other things to try. If you do want to check out the Fuel Your Adventure book, go to dietitianapproved.com forward slash fuel your adventure, and I'll pop the link in the show notes for that as well. So when it comes to real food, it can be your opportunity to have sweet but it can also be a really good opportunity to have some savory. When it comes to commercial sports nutrition products, everything is sweet, right? Most gels are sweet, sports drinks are sweet, bars are sweet, chews and blocks and chomps and stuff are sweet, lollies are sweet, everything is sweet. So real foods can be a really good way to get some savory in the mix. Now, if you're doing short course and have a sweet tooth, you may not have even thought about putting savory in, But if you're doing more longer course stuff and get flavor fatigue and get very oversweet constantly for, say, 70.3 in Ironman distance training and racing, then this can be the time to look at implementing some savory things. So inside the Fuelier Adventure book, I give you the recipe for my secret stack. I'm going to tell you what that is. It is definitely becoming less and less secret over the years as it infiltrates tri-squads all over the world. But that is definitely a good savory thing that you can look at introducing. That is good fueling, is easy to digest and doesn't cost an arm and a leg and is pretty easy to kind of prep at four o'clock in the morning or you can do the night before as well. The other thing you might want to play around with for savory is a mashed potato gel. Now, I have heard so many stories of people taking whole roasted potatoes with salt on them on the bike in a long course racing, which is just silly. Now, that's my opinion. If you love potatoes and they work for you, stick with it. But there's a better way to get more fuel in than taking a whole potato with you. And that's by using some instant mashed potato powder. But what you want to do is use that and pump it with some extra carbs using some maltodextrin powder. And then you can flavor it with things like stock or Vegemite or whatever sort of flavor things you want to do. But that is a really good savory option that you can play with. And there's a recipe for that in the Fuel Eater Adventure book because the hard part with that is the texture and getting that consistency right. Because if you don't get that right, however you're carrying it, it's going to get stuck in the container and you're not going to be able to get it out. The other thing that you might want to play around with is making some homemade rice cakes with real rice and cream cheese to set it. Sounds weird, but it's not particularly sweet. And that helps it to hold together really firmly. And then there are plenty of flavor options too that you can flavor that with. 
So there are a couple ideas for savory. If you are really oversweet and looking to shake up your plan, then definitely look at implementing something like that because you don't have to suffer through flavor fatigue and sweet overload all the time. We can easily fix that. It's just about understanding what you need to do to overcome that. Have you noticed that a lot of gels and sports drinks are creating products that are very low flavor profile or trying to take flavor out altogether? And that is definitely because people are oversweet. So that might be something you want to have a look at too if you get flavor fatigue is looking and playing around with different products to change and shake up the flavor so you're not having to deal with the same thing constantly. The other thing I get people to play around with is all of the energy balls inside the Fuel Your Adventure book. I've got so many different flavors depending on what you like. And I definitely encourage you to try a couple of different things or even use a couple of different things in your plan. Again, so you don't get flavor fatigue, but they are really nice little tiny balls that are packed full of fueling and energy and give you some nutrients as well because they're whole foods. So we're getting some healthy fats. We're getting a little bit of protein so we don't eat away at our muscles during long rides. And there's even some ginger flavors in there as well because ginger is a really nice palate cleanser. So again, if you're getting a manky mouth and oversweet and sick of commercial products, then implement something with ginger in it if you like it, or even if you don't like it, still try it because ginger is a definite palate cleanser and you will notice a difference even after just having a little bit. So there's some ginger flavored balls, there's some choc mint flavor balls, there's lemon, there's apricot, there's banana peanut butter, yum, chocolate and mocha as well to get a bit of a caffeine hit. So energy balls could be a really good thing to have on long rides in the off season. You can race in them too. I have a lot of mountain bikers use these recipes for longer course mountain biking, like the 24-hour events, because you can't just drink gels and sports drinks for 24 hours. That would suck. But it can form part of your plan. So you're having some of the commercial products as well as having some real food options too. The other thing that I have in the recipe book is a whole lot of bars Now, you can buy your own muesli bars, whatever you like, take them out with you. They're easy, they're convenient, they're portable. They're around sort of 15 to 20 grams of carbohydrate per muesli bar. Unless we're looking at something like, say, a Cliff Bar or a Winner's Bar, they can be more like 30, 40 grams of carbs per bar, but they're much bigger. Or Carmen's Bars do the big bars that you can get sometimes in the supermarket or from somewhere like a petrol station or a servo too. That could be another option. Or make your own. You can get my free bike bars recipe on the website. If you go to dietitianapproved.com forward slash recipes, download the free recipes there and you can get my bike bars recipe in that. That's a great one to make a big batch of and keeps well in your back pocket. It's not going to crumble and fall apart. And what I like about this recipe is it has got a bit of protein in it to stop you from eating away at your muscles. And it's got some healthy anti-inflammatory fats as well. And it's real food. If you are somebody that gets hungry when you're out exercising, then chewing something can really help combat that. So whether you're making your own bars or buying some, that could be a good addition to your plan in the off season so that you're ticking some other nutrient boxes as well as doing a good job of your fueling. There are so many different varieties of things in the supermarket these days. All you have to do is go and walk down the muesli bar aisle or go to the little health food section and have a look at what's available. I would encourage you to choose something that's got carbohydrate in it, not just a pure protein bar. Because if we're out exercising, 
Carbohydrate is probably one of the main sources of fuel, unless we're walking. So don't just focus on a protein bar. Try and choose something that's got carbohydrate in it as well. And while you're in the supermarket, have a look at some other things that could be good on the bike. I did a little reel on Instagram a few weeks ago now that showed you a couple of choices from the Australian supermarkets here. So you can find that at dietitian.approved on Instagram. But let me run you through a couple of things that off the top of my head that you could have a look for. So things like waffles in the international section that look kind of like those stroop waffles. Goo do stroop waffles. You can buy genuine legit ones that aren't a commercial product in the international section of the supermarket here in Australia, or they might be stock standard in your supermarket wherever you live. You could look at bread and sandwiches, rice cakes, crackers, ginger nut biscuits, barbecue shapes, pretzels, crisps, fruits like bananas transport well. Those big sucker medjool dates, they're about 15 grams of carbohydrate per date and are really easy to carry, really easy to eat and can be a good addition to your plan if you're not intolerant to too much dates. Be careful with too much fruit though. It can kind of ruin your guts if you have a sensitive gut, but they can be a good addition to your plan. Or dried apricots or figs or anything like that. Think of the bike as the rolling buffet, remember? If you've got a little bento box on your top tube, that can be a great place to put a huge variety of things to muck around and play with it in your off-season. You might also want to play around with making your own sports drink. I have a few clients that don't want to use any commercial products whatsoever. So in the Fuel Your Adventure book, there is a recipe for one homemade sports drink option, but there are plenty of ways to skin a cat. If that's you and you've been avoiding sports drink for that reason, then you can look at making your own. Just need to know the types of sugars to put in there and the right ratios and then playing around with the flavor. You could also make your own gels too while we're on that. It's not difficult, but you do need to understand the types of sugars that you're using and how much you need and getting the ratios right for maximum digestion. Because if you get that wrong, (laughs) you can more likely risk gut upset, which I definitely don't recommend. So some things that I wouldn't recommend you have on the bike then, if we're talking about real food options, everything that I've just listed is carbohydrates, right? It could be combinations of some other macronutrients like proteins and fats, but predominantly we want to focus on carbohydrate if we're fueling during exercise, unless you're fat adapted, but we're not going down that rabbit hole today. So think carbohydrate foods. So things that you wouldn't have on the bike if we're talking real food then would be very protein-rich foods. So things like meat and boiled eggs. I have seen people use biltong. You could have a little bit of that just for a bit of savory, a little bit of protein to make sure you're not eating away at your muscles. But I wouldn't be relying on using that as a sole source of fueling because it doesn't have much carbohydrate, if any. I also wouldn't be focusing on putting a whole heap of fat into your fueling unless you're fat adapted. But if you're a carb-fueled athlete, then we don't want to be doing things like avocado or nut seed bars. We want oat-based muesli bars, not nut bars. I wouldn't do things like tinned salmon or tinned tuna or smoked salmon either, or cheese or cottage cheese or cream cheese, things like that as the sole source of your fueling or a big component of your fueling. All of those things, both protein and fat, are going to slow down the digestion of food in your stomach. So if you're exercising, we don't necessarily want to be doing that. 
we want to make sure that things are working properly. So carbohydrate foods are your focus. And if we're using more real foods, then they're likely to have a bit of protein and a little bit of fat in them anyway. We don't need to be focusing on putting those other things in. So if you're in your off-season or you've just started your off-season, I want you to start to think about your fueling on the bike a little bit differently. You don't have to keep up the same pace with fueling and the types of foods that you use during your race prep. Off-season is a perfect time to start playing around with different things and tweaking your strategies because your race nutrition plan is going to evolve over time anyway. It's never going to be the same. And I always tell that to clients when I write their race nutrition plans, like this is your plan for this race right now. As you get fitter, you get faster, your gut gets used to having food in it during exercise, then things can change. You're not stuck and fixed with that same plan forever. Ideally, you want to tweak and evolve and develop it over time rather than just sticking to the same thing. If you want to get your hands on the Fuel Your Adventure book, head to dietitianapproved.com forward slash fuel your adventure. If you're in Australia, all of the postage is included there in the price. If you are overseas, just get in touch with us because the postage is different if we're posting outside of Australia. It is a little physical book too, so you can pop it in your kitchen, have a flick through it while you're sitting on the wind trainer, and it's a great place to start if you're thinking about using some real food options on the bike. And don't forget, if you're not inside the Dietitian Approved Crew Facebook group yet, click on the link in the show notes here or search for it in Facebook and come and join us for coffee and questions. So 7th of July, 8.30am Brisbane time, and come and pick an advanced sports dietitian's brain. I'll see you there. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Triathlon Nutrition Academy podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions or want to share with me what you've learned, email me at podcast at dietitianapproved.com. You can also spread the word by leaving me a review and taking a screenshot of you listening to the show. Don't forget to tag me on social media at dietitian.approved so I can give you a shout out too. If you want to learn more about what we do, head to dietitianapproved.com. And if you want to learn more about the Triathlon Nutrition Academy program, head to dietitianapproved.com forward slash academy. Thanks for joining me and I look forward to helping you smash it in the fourth leg. Nutrition! Nutrition!